0: Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Today is Christ the King Sunday, the last Sunday of the church year. The next Sunday begins a new year with the first Sunday in Advent. The beginning and the end of the church year are my favorite parts of the church calendar mainly because the focus is on the coming of Jesus Christ. We end the church year with the themes that we begin the church year on, the coming of Jesus, the waiting, the hoping, the expectation. Even on Christ the King Sunday, there is so much in our readings about the coming of the Son of Man, and we wait for the visible return of our Lord Jesus. In our second reading today, from St. Paul's letter to the church in Colossae. He writes one of the most profound Christologies in the Holy Scriptures. And beginning in verse 15, St. Paul writes Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. Paul is careful to note that Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. The the Greek word for image, which is icon, where we get our word for the type of art iconography, meaning image writing, an icon. Here this word is translated as image and sometimes it is translated as likeness. It is a depiction that represents something or someone. So in other words, to see Jesus is to see God. If we want to see what God is like, we only have to look at what Jesus is like. And if we want to be like Jesus, to imitate who Jesus was and is, we can discover who he was and what he did in the Holy Scriptures. One might say that this is our calling, our purpose to imitate Jesus, to be Jesus in the world. Many years ago, about three and a half years ago or so, my wife told me the story of how when I was away at a church event, our four children were playing church. That's what all good priest kids do, I guess they were imitating what they experienced at church. and One was the priest and one was a deacon or altar minister. The other two were in the congregation and they were doing very well going through the liturgy. And the procession in, the opening colics, the readings, the, the sermon. Well, it came time for the announcements of which they gave a few. I don't know what they were. but And then the prayers of blessing, the one Playing the role of the priest asked if there were any birthdays and then asked if there were any anniversaries and then apparently not remembering the third one saying, instead of travelers, my child asked, are there any hikers? (laughs) Imitating others is a part of life. Charles Caleb Colton is famous for the quote, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Young artists learn to imitate styles of the great artist. Aspiring athletes imitate professional athletes. Many choose to imitate all sorts of documents and programs quoting the cliché, why reinvent the wheel when we have it right here? Children imitate their parents. In fact, we do it so well that we often end up very similar to them when we get to our parents' age. I recently told a young couple who were getting married that when you discover Why your spouse does what they do because they are like their dad or mom, it's not always wise to point it out and say, oh, you're just like your mom. That doesn't often go over very well, just so you know. Anyways, we are called to imitate Christ Jesus in the world. Jesus came to reconcile the world to himself, as is said in Holy Scripture. God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ since God is making his appeal through us. We are ambassadors sent into the world with orders of reconciliation. That is how St. Paul understood it. In fact, he he wrote the Corinthian believers saying, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Jesus himself said in John chapter 5, Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the father does, the son does likewise. So we are to be imitators of Jesus in this world. Jesus is the king, and we are his ambassadors. We are to imitate the king's desires, the king's commands, the king's glory in the earth. And we are sharing Christ's reconciliation to this world. We are sharing God's shalom, his peace to the world. And if that's the case... What stops us from imitating? Why sometimes do we choose to not imitate our Lord Jesus in this world? There are probably many reasons we fail. The pollution of sin in the world and its impact in our own lives is certainly one of the reasons. There's also peer pressure. Often we isolate peer pressure to what youth face in middle and high school but it impacts us too. Our world preaches to us to be unique and original, but so often calls us out if we don't conform with the norm. Our society is full of distractions that want us to imitate what the world says is important. There's a temptation, certainly, there for us to follow a different kingdom than the kingdom where Jesus Christ is the king. And this is why we follow the ways of our king and imitate the things that he did when he walked this earth. And what were those things that he did? Well, he spent time in prayer. He went to the temple. He studied and memorized the scriptures. He was filled with the spirit. He trusted God. And when we do so, when we imitate these same actions we will stand out. We won't fit in with whatever our culture is doing or promoting. We will often see things differently, sometimes very differently. And this, frankly, is why we're called Christians. The term first came about in Acts chapter 11, where the story introduces us to the first church plant. It was in Antioch. The scripture says this, so it was that for an entire year, They met with the church and taught a great many people. And it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. That's Acts 11.26. It was non-Christians of Syria who first applied the name to the followers of Jesus, which indicates that they were known by outsiders as persons who followed one known as Christos. And it implies that from a relatively early period, people recognized something distinctively non-Jewish about this movement. It was different, and they stood out. In other words, these Christians did things that were different. They believed things that were different. The word Christian means simply follower of Christ. And if we follow Christ, it will show because of our love, because Jesus said By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. To be a follower of Christ, to be a follower of the King, is to love God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and to love all the people around us. And what does this love look like? Well, for that, we must look at our gospel reading. You know, we have gone... All the way through this church year to the last day today. From Advent to Christmas. From the baptism of Jesus to his temptation in the wilderness. From Holy Week with Christ's death and resurrection to the day of Ascension. From Pentecost to the long liturgical green season where we focus on Acts and the New Testament epistles. To the last Sunday of the Christian year today. And what gospel reading do we get? The story of Jesus' death on the cross. Why? Because it is in Jesus' suffering and death that he is crowned king of kings. It is in his suffering and death that he reconciles the world to himself. Christ was crowned king in his suffering. It's a different image, a different picture than we might expect. Certainly a different picture than what our culture would suggest of a king. When human kings are are crowned, there is pomp and, and circumstance. And all the people gather together to honor the new king. There are feasts and celebrations, gifts and moments of reverence, stories. When Jesus is crowned, he hangs on a cross naked and beaten wearing a crown of thorns he is scoffed at while his clothes are bartered for this is not the sign of power but of weakness yet in that perceived weakness Jesus says from the cross something that only the true king can say when he says father Forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is why we have this gospel reading today. Because to imitate Jesus is to love like Jesus. To imitate King Jesus is to be sacrificial. To imitate King Jesus is to suffer. To imitate King Jesus is to serve others. To imitate King Jesus is to forgive. On this Christ the King Sunday, may we be imitators of our Lord Jesus Christ. May we be ambassadors of his grace. And may we share the good news of the soon coming King to all who will listen. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.